It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again from Locked On Wizards. Today, we're going to talk about expectations for the second half of the NBA season. Now, looking at expectations, is a six seed a realistic goal for the solid three? Is it time for Bradley Bill to solidify his role as the franchise player? And is it time for Denny to solidify himself as the sixth man? Let's talk about it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Again, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again from Locked On Wizards. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100 percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars with promo code locked on that's prizepicks.com dash promo code dash locked on so let's get right into it three big questions for expectations for the washington wizards going into the second half of the nba season uh we're gonna uh there's three main expectations i have for this team going forward and we're gonna go ahead and start it out the first expectations or expectation rather is is the six seed a realistic goal for the solid three? And if it is, what factors have to happen for this team to make it to the six seed in the Eastern Conference? So let's get right into it, y'all. Uh, definitely appreciate everybody showing up tonight. You're showing me love tonight. Uh, e got the night off, so definitely appreciate y'all support me rolling solo tonight. Um, so again, let's get into it. Six seed, can they attain that? So let, let, let's look at the reasons why they could. Number one, everybody eats. Team basketball, ball movement. This team has proven that when they play fluent team basketball, when ball movement is fluent, when the philosophy of everybody eats is, is being followed, this team is a good team. You know, you really see a lot of progress with this team in the first half. Now, we had our struggles. If you look at the record, two games under 500, uh, we're trying to make it a 500. We're trying to make a push, a final playoff push or play in depending on you know, the perspective, but um, number two, transition defense has to be money every game, especially against these top-tier contending teams. With these teams that like to run, we have been unbalanced in transition defense, and we have been caught sleeping. Now, when you we with victories against smaller-tier teams, we have gone away with sloppy basketball, but me and E have both said it time and time again that when this team plays transition defense and they play team defense, defense they can stick with most teams number three controlling the paint thus preventing offensive rebounds and second chance points again we have been very guilty for allowing other teams to control the paint extending possessions getting offensive rebounds and leading to second chance points and depending on what defense we play can lead to a lot of open shooters and 
it has killed us. So for us to really challenge for that sixth seed, we have to control the paint, especially when you go up against these teams like the 76ers, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Boston Celtics, controlling the paint, preventing offensive rebounds, and thus preventing second-chance points. Uh, four, three-point shooting. And I'm going to add three-point shooting slash three-point defense. Uh, three-point shooting, we, we have proven that we're not a consistently very good three-point shooting team, but very often than not, when we a lot of our victories, what is a key reason why we get these victories? Well, three-point shooting, you know. So that, and that's why I think you know three-point shooting has gotten better. If you look at Kendrick Nunn coming over from the Lakers trade from uh, sending Rui Hachimura, he has done well shooting with uh, three-point shooting. So three-point shooting has to be solid for us to really make a push for the sixth seed. And finally. Consistency, Lord have mercy. We we preach this all year long. Consistency, consistency. This team has to be consistent, man. You know, you you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not consistent on day in and day night, you know, you have to be consistent. And you know, looking at each, you know, point that I brought up for why this team can make a push for the six seed, because I would like to see this team make the six seed. I'm not a big proponent of the plan. It's kind of like the NIT. You know, I don't like my team getting into a tournament that was created to help teams get in. No, I want us to get a playoff spot outright. And I think that the solid three, for the reasons that I'm um, for everybody coming in a little later, um, I'm going to go over the points again. But, you know, for this team to really make a push for a six seed, they have to be consistent. And that was my last point. They have to be consistent in the philosophy of everybody eats. Team basketball, fluent ball movement, transition defense has to be consistent paint defense you know rebounding three-point shooting all these areas are areas where when we win we do well but we have to be consistent so um so that those are my reasons why we can really look at this as a realistic expectation now you guys tell me um these three main points that i have tonight for everybody definitely comment below tell me how do you feel about it do you think that the six seed is a realistic goal for this team using these main areas or do you think that the plan or maybe the seventh or the eighth seed are more realistic? So definitely let me know, y'all. All right, so number two, expectation for this team in the second half of the NBA season. Bradley Bill solidifying his role as a franchise guy, okay? Looking at his contract, hate it or love it. It is what it is. He's going to be here. He's he's committing to this franchise. You know, whether you're a fan of him or not, whether you're a fan of his contract or not, the same goes. It is what it is. Yes, I was a proponent for rebuilding, but ownership and the GM office has made it known that going forward, this core of Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, and Christoph Bazingas is what we have going forward. So this is this is the outlook for the franchise, and this is how we're going to kind of look at things. Um, Bradley Bill solidifying his role as franchise guy. I think this is an expectation. If you look at him coming back from the injury, you see a renewed energy in him. You know, you see him picking up the slack, pick, picking up the leadership slack, especially with Kyle Kuzma dealing with injuries. Um, what couple factors that can really help him solidify and cement his role as being the franchise guy? Well, number one, take in charge, show leadership. You know, the biggest complaint from last year and this year early on was not taking things serious, you know, in blowouts, kind of joking around, you know, the body language is bad. But I would say that within the last couple of weeks, man, with Bradley Bill coming back from injury, he has shown leadership. He has really taking his role seriously so for him to really solidify himself as because it's really more than a contract now i get it man you know i know a lot of 
you guys are going to say that with that contract automatically you should be as you should assume to be that guy but not i think there's certain actions with a guy that makes that money and taking charge and showing leadership solidifies you that contract doesn't you know if you look at the nba man you know you you is a long list of players who have gotten a bag and who did not command that amount of money so i'm not going to say just contract alone entitles him to be that guy even though you you know easy to say yeah but no nah, taking charge and showing leadership right taking things serious number two selling into the scoring role and giving the baton to kp and kyle kuzma and what i mean is allowing the offense to roll through kyle kuzma and christopher zingas selling into that scoring role that he had when john wall was running point be that score be patient with your shots hit the shots be the score you know, I, I believe this team is very successful running the offense to Kyle Kuzma and or Christopher Zingas. So I think that for him to really beat our franchise guy, let, he, let the ego go and let the offense roll through Kuz and KP. But I think those two reasons, man, alone can help solidify him as a franchise guy. Because I think, as my second point is the expectation is, I think he's going to try to take that leap really solidify his role as a franchise guy so uh we got two out of three reasons and again appreciate everybody man uh we got 22 people in tonight so hey i appreciate y'all man so before we roll into a little bit of denny adia in a six-man role the nice episode is brought to you by prize picks how does it work well you pick two to six players and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry no competing against other people it's just you versus the projections available Prize picks officers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA Golf, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, the WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, good God, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Is that easy? Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational over 30 states and our neighbor to the north, Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on to uh, sign up for an instant deposit match up to hundred. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dollars. So, reason number three tonight. And the reason, or really the expectation, the third expectation going into the second half. And I, I'm a, hey, shout out to Omer Azalea, man. I appreciate you with the beard, man. <laughs> appreciate you, homie. Uh, so, the third expectation going into the second half man um denny avia solidifying his role as being the sixth man of this team now looking at denny avia before the ruri trade you know the confidence wasn't always 100 percent. three-point shot was there's a lot of expectations with his three-point shot definitely working with you know after working with drew hanlon on his shot his three-point shot has not arrived yet um he was starting to drive the lane with a little bit of confidence but just Still a little bit of hesitancy, you know, passing the ball off. But since 
sending Rui Hachimura to LA and picking up Kendrick Nunn and giving him more responsibility on the bench unit, you're seeing a totally different player, man. You know, you see a guy who is not only is he driving lane with confidence, he's driving lane with power. You know, his vision has never been an issue. His defense has never been an issue. And you do see him pulling the trigger on the three-point shot a lot faster and more frequently, which denotes, you know, he's got confidence, man. You know, so when he's got confidence, man, he has shown that he can score at a high level and defend at a high level on the bench unit. And he has he has started. So he can plug and play. We can plug and play him in the starting lineup as needed. And we're going to talk a little bit about Wes in a little bit, but what can he do to solidify himself as the sixth man of this team? I see three main ways. Two of them come from West. Now, we're going to get on West a little bit. One, giving him more rope to develop, meaning let him shoot the ball more a little bit. Let him kind of get a feel. Let him be that attacker. You know, give him a little more rope on the, on the, the bench unit. Okay, because like I said, are we hurting a little bit with scoring on the bench? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Kind of give Denny a little more rope and see where he can go, you know. Two, give him a little more ball handling opportunities, you know, especially in the second unit. Give him more ball handling opportunities. Let the offensive, you know, let the offense roll through him a little bit on the second unit. Uh, three, he needs to keep his emotions in check. He's a young player. He can be emotional. Young players are very emotional, you know, but sometimes he tends to be a little emotional. He argues calls and doesn't get back in transition defense, and that's just youth, man. You know, I think that, it's not a character thing. He's not a bad character guy. He's a good character guy. Seems like a really, really good guy, man. You know, he looks like he, he wants to learn. So it's not a character thing. It's just young players are very emotional. And for him to develop, I want to see him really curve the emotions a little bit. You know, argue calls later, man. Argue calls the timeouts, get back down on the floor. But, you know, that would be my only negative, man. You know, I want to see more responsibility for him in the second unit because, really, we have no choice. You know, Rui's gone. You know, Kendrick Nunn's not the guy who's going to be able to shoulder a lot of the scoring load. You know, DeLon is defense and leadership. He's not the guy who's going to, you know, go out there and score 15, 20 points. I think there's a little a little too much for DeLon, man. So Denny has, you know, really to reinforce the, the first expectation of going for that sixth seed. You know, you want to see Denny really take that step forward and solidify himself as a six-man in the team. And I think if he can deliver being a six-man and being consistent with scoring and defensive effort and vision on the second unit i think we're in good shape to really drive for a playoff spot so those are my three reasons y'all those are my three expectations rather for the washington wizards in going to the second half of the season now we're going to reiterate real quick and then um we're going to talk a little bit more about will barton and a few other moves in the nba but the three expectations real quick to summarize for everybody is one the solid three, rather the team driving for a sixth seed. Two, Bradley Bill solidifying himself as the franchise player. And three, Denny Aviad solidifying himself as the sixth man of this team. So we're going to talk a little bit about Will Barton being bought out and, and he's clear some space for a familiar face. So before we move on to talk about Will Barton and Jordan Goodwin, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you got to try Bill Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I got the thing for you. Lord, you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come from they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, 
and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy for you. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now, if you're a weightlifter, man, 17 grams of, grams of protein come in handy before or after your workout. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Bill Bars at Bill.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Here to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bill Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of co uh, cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors. Brownie batter. Ooh. And churro. You can thank me later. Built Bar. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So real quick, y'all, this is going to be a short episode because I wanted to go over the expectations for the, the second half of the NBA season because it's coming up. Friday night is our first game going against the New York Knickerbockers. So it's definitely coming up fast. Well, rather, Thursday night, I think, is the official first day of games for the NBA coming after the All-Star break. So we're going to go over to Will Barton real quick. And with this being the 70, or Lord, this is the, 75th, the 25th anniversary of the Washington Wizards rebrand from the Washington Bullets to the Washington Wizards, I'm going to go over my quick all-time Wizards starting five. And you guys can go ahead and tell me what you think, what you would change, what you would keep the same. But real quick, Will Barton was officially bought out, which led to an official NBA contract from Jordan Goodwin. So I want to go ahead and clap for Jordan Goodwin, man. I'm going to go ahead and shout out Jordan Goodwin. He earned that, man. He earned that contract. He earned it. You know, with his defensive prowess, with his effort, with that dog, with diving through loose balls for just, you know, it really is a testament to the Capital City Go-Go. Now I get it. Not every player is is a finished product. You know, you, you want to see more from Vernon Carey. You want to see more from Isaiah Todd, which I don't think Isaiah Todd's really going to be around much longer. But if you look at players like Jordan Goodwin, Chris Dunn, which, by the way, this is uh, point number two. Chris Dunn was just signed to a 10-day contract by the Utah Jazz. So Chris Dunn, another testament. A veteran came in, got his time right uh, in with the Capital City Go-Go. And it was signed to a 10-day contract. So definitely congratulations to Chris Dunn for a contract and congratulations to Jordan Goodwin. So the question for y'all, do you do you think Jordan Goodwin deserved this contract? And two, do you wish we would have kept Chris Dunn? Those are two questions I have for everybody in the comments section. So we're gonna slide right into real quick. I mean, we're gonna do some comments at the end, real quick. But again, with this being the 25th anniversary of the Washington Bullets becoming the Washington Wizards. If you could take five Washington, no bullets now, if you could take five Washington Wizards, and that does include Juwan Howard and Chris Webber, but I am an 80s baby and I, I'm a little young for that, man. So my team really covers the arenas and wall eras, but my starting five. And again, y'all go ahead and tell me what y'all got, but what would be my all-time starting five for the Washington Wizards, man? Man, oh, man. We'll start with point guard. A lot of good point guards, but point guard. What do you expect out of a point guard? Now, you can look at – I know everybody's thinking about two names right now, Gilbert Arenas 
and John Wall. Now, Gilbert Arenas was box office, man. He could score anytime he wanted, anywhere on the on the court, man. A top, was, for two, three years, he was, one, if not the top, one of the top scorers in his league. You know, beating Lakers, you know, game winners over Kobe. I mean, you know, he played well. But John Wall would take my, he would be my franchise point guard going forward. Why? Because John Wall made everybody better around him. You know, how many guys got contracts because of John Wall? John Wall, his vision, his passing, not the best three-point shooter, um, but, you know, he did get the game winner to sent the, uh, you know, to had us a game away from the Eastern Conference Finals, but, you know, not a three-point shooter, but, you know, his vision, his speed, you know, coming out of Kentucky, he's just, he was box office with his speed, man. So I'm choosing John Wall to be my franchise point guard if I could take five guys for the Washington Wizards. Two, I'm a slide agent zero right into the two guard. Again, that man, Hibachi, a.k.a. Agent Zero, could score anytime he wanted, man. I mean, he was just – he was solid. And, and just like, you know, John Wall, injuries came to bite him, man. And he, and he with his knee injury, man, it really makes you think what could have been happening. And, and, and I get it, man. With the gun incident, you know, that had a lot to do with him not being here anymore. But, you know, at his height in D.C., Gilbert Arenas was box office as a scorer. So I'm going to slide him into the two guard. Now – I know what y'all thinking with my small forward and my power forward. It's just pretty much the arena's team. I'm sliding Karan into three. And there's a lot of good choices, man. Especially with two guard, you can throw Bradley Bill in there. MJ, obviously MJ coming here for those two years. But, you know, I'm rolling with Gilbert Arenas. But at, at the small forward, I'm rolling with Karan Butler. Now, you say Paul Pierce, he wasn't here long enough. He did have a, a good impact being that veteran voice in the locker room and that in a, in a shot, in almost two shots in the playoffs against Toronto, man. But I'm, I'm rolling with Karan Butler. Defense, three-point, he was three and D guy. Um, power forward, I'm rolling with Antoine Jameson. I was real close to doing Markeith Morris. I like Morris. I like his drive. I like his attitude. But the versatility of Antoine Jameson, I think, really, really solidifies him at the four position. And let's round it out at the five, man. Center. You know, Brennan Hayward was the name. Martian got tight. But... He's only been here for maybe a combined year. I'm rolling with Christopher Zingas. I believe that Christopher Zingas is the best center we've had in D.C. as far as the Wizards. Now, I know going back to the Bulls days and the championship days, you got to look at what Sun sailed. And, but as far as the Wizards, I think that KP is the best center that we've had in D.C. for the Wizards, bar none. Stretch the floor. You know, he can put the ball on the floor. He, You know, he can play. He's a play. He can, it's just he's a complete package at – at his, at his height, man. And so I really think that if he stays here long-term, he can solidify himself as probably the best center to put on a Wizards uniform. So that is my starting five for the all, for the all-time Wizards with this being the 25th anniversary of the rebrand. So real quick, point guard, John Wall, two guard, Gilbert Arenas, small forward, Karan Butler, power forward, Antoine Jameson, and then into five, KP. So if you agree, disagree, Lidesby, let me know. So we're going to go into comments real quick. Um... Let's get right into it. XC Zathion. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I butchered that up. Let's go, baby. Undefeated rest of the year. Well, I, you know what, sir? I would. That would be nice. But <laughs> I, I don't see it happening, man. But, you know, I definitely it would be nice. But, I, I, you know, if you look at the schedule, man, it's a very, very winnable schedule. I think that we can really make up ground. I think that definitely over 500 has to be a goal, man. But that's why I said with this solid three, you know, the sixth seed to me has to be, you know, I think it can be a goal, 
and an expectation. But I think that if you're really serious about legitimizing the solid three and making them a big three and really making this a core going forward, you have to go for the six seed. And, and by all means, go higher. But, you know, right now, I don't think that we have the pieces to go higher. But I think that a six seed has to be the goal. Again, my man, Omer Ozale, beer looking clean today. Thank you, brother. I definitely appreciate you, man. Um, Van Gogh, within the last month, Bill has learned how to play team basketball. Yeah, I think that's the difference. He has settled into that role of being the scorer. You know, he's he should not be bringing the ball up. Now, there's times where I, I get it. He's going to be a ball handler. But, you know, turnovers become an issue, questionable moves. You know, I think he's best served as being that scorer. You know what I'm saying? Like, not really having to be the shoulder to load. I think the offense going through Kyle Kuzma or going through KP is best served for this first unit. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yep. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, like I said before, don't forget Barton is gone too. Barton is gone. He is bought out, which led to a contract for Jordan Goodwin. So, again, congratulations, Jordan, Jordan Goodwin and Chris Dunn for getting his contract. Uh, let's see. Waffle Barton. Man, look. I, I got to get this out of the way, y'all. Let me, let me start by saying that John Wall is my favorite player all time. Easy. Especially for a wizard. You know, I'm an old school guy, MJ, but that's a whole other conversation. Okay. We all know how he left, whether you agree with that, why, how he left, why he left. It's irregardless at this point. It is what it is at this point. Him coming back, I don't see it, man. You know, and it's not to say that I don't want it or I'm saying that he wouldn't fit. or It's just a lot of perspectives. You know, there's, there's a crowd that says that he could fit. There's a crowd that says he couldn't fit or mess up chemistry. Tomato, tomato, it is what it is. He's not coming back. Because if you look at just the way he left, and, I mean, all right, the biggest example is this, Gilbert Arenas. You know, the, the gun issues, you know. It took a while for him to come back. You know, he left, what, around 2010, and it's 2023. So... It's going to take a while. Now, going forward, eventually, I would like to see John Wall maybe coaching, coaching staff, maybe in the front office, but he needs to be with this franchise in some capacity because he has done a lot for his community, man. He is just what he's done off the court for this community, for children going to school, for the, the epidemic. You know, a lot of people hurting in the community. You know, he, he picked up this slack, man. So, you know, he is owed a lot for that, but I, it's just not the time is not right right now. So and I just don't I think there's a zero percent chance. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say zero, but just based of how the body language of the front office is when it comes to John Wall, because look, the Clippers game, when he came back, they barely even talked about him. saying that just tells you a lot. Is it right? No, but it's just too soon, man. It's, it's too soon right now. Um, Doc, what's going on? Goodwin deserves it. By the way, Delon should start. I, you know, I think so. You know, but that's the thing. You know, me and E said at the last episode, man, is that I think that Wes Unseld holds on to this tall lineup. I, I think the tall lineup when, you know, Monte, Bill, Kuz, KP, and Gav, it works. But don't just stick with it. I think you need a game plan. I need the mission match here and there. I think there's times when Delon Wright should definitely be starting. You know, him being on that final lineup in the fourth quarter – is a, is a must. You know, I think there's times when he you should start because defensively he is an upgrade over Monte Morris. Now, Monte Morris is really set into the role of being that orchestrator, you know, the distributor. He's really set into that role. But, you know, there's times where, you know, certain matchups definitely, and Goodwin, again, definitely deserves it. Definitely deserves it. All right, back to my man Azalea. Brazil is at the five. Yes, sir. 
best center we've had in DC and in and, and such a small sample piece. So was that, but that, you know, again, what does that say about us? I, Gortat, did he have to be spoon fed? Yeah, but he was a solid center in DC, but it's just, the NBA is different. Your five has to be able to shoot. And Chris Opperzingis, he, he fits that mold of the modern big. So let's see. Uh, Lirley, 1979, no bill. Man, that was a close one. I, I admit, I know I'm going to get a little bit of <laughs> some hate. No bill to two. Ah, because Bill is, is a solid player, man. I mean, he's a really good player. But, I mean, he just didn't have – he doesn't have the impact on the court like Gilbert Arenas did. Gilbert Arenas was just – he could score at will. It took a while to really for, – for Bradley Bill to really work on his game. You know, when you look at him when he first came out of Florida, you know, he was a catch-and-shoot guy. He really worked on this game. But I think that if you compare the two, it, it was close, man. It really was. But I'm going to take Gilbert Arenas and plug him at the two. But it's close, man. You know what I mean? Definitely make Bradley build a six-man if we're going to expand it. But <laughs> but not. Definitely appreciate comment. Um, So that is it, man. Um, uh, Last one. Back with my man. Oh, as I said, six-man, though. There you go. Bradley Bill six-man. But um, last comment tonight, who is better right now, Wall? Or Monte, man, that's that's tough, man. Because <sighs> John Wall has taken a step back. Now, I, I believe he can still contribute to a contending team. I, he could, I, I believe he can still contribute on the team. It's just he has lost a step. You know, with point guards, especially point guards who where the game is very reliant on speed, when the speed tar- starts to take a hit, it really hits him as a player. Because number one, you know, John Wall's never been a like a three point shooter. You know, his mid-range, you know, has been solid here and there, but he's not, you know, his, his game is orchestrated by speed. And with his speed taking a hit, man, he's just not the same player. So that's tough, man, because Monte is not really known to be that guy to drive the lane. That's where John Wall hasn't beat. And Monte is a better shooter. But orchestrator, it's not even the question. John Wall. But so, I mean, I, I would say that John Wall has an edge slightly just because of his ability to penetrate the lane and collapse defenses. But it, it, it's close, man. So, again, I appreciate everybody, man. My man E tonight, he's taking the night off. Much-deserved night off. Rolling solo, I definitely appreciate everybody who showed up and definitely chopped it up with me tonight. You know, uh, again, and you know, we went over expectations for this team going forward into the second half of the season. I think the second half, is the schedule is really, really favorable to this team. So, let's see. But it takes what? consistency so again i appreciate everybody showing up tonight definitely oh we got a couple more let's um let's let me get one more endless vaults denny is flourishing right now and if we sign wall he'll be taking the shots yeah i i don't know man you know would he start that's the question you know would would wall coming would wall coming in where would where would you put him that's you know that's the question where would you put him and and that's that's a tough question because is he a starter would you start him over monte and it's just we're a little guard heavy right now. Just I, it's tough, man, because it just it's not, he's not coming back, man. I, I I give it a five percent chance just because you know this this franchise is trying to, and I'm not happy about it, but kind of distance themselves a little bit right now. And as you know, hate it or love it, you know that's that's an argument for another day. You know, I'm a Wall fan. I wish he could, but I just it's I don't see it happening. So again, appreciate everybody. Appreciate everybody. And um, before we roll, man, y'all hit me with some good comments, man. Uh, my man, Endless Volts, said, we could take the hot spot because he just fired a head coach. Yes, thank you. An hour ago. 
the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks is gone. You know, um, it's been a lot of, uh, you know, Nate McMillan gone. You know, there's been a lot of friction between him and um, Trey Young. You know, Trey Young starting to develop a reputation for sending coaches out of the ATL. So we'll see. There's a lot of turmoil going in the ATL. You know, does John T. Murray really fit, you know, at the two guard long term? I think that, you know, definitely, definitely, we can definitely look to, you know, go go past them in the standings because they're eighth and I believe we're ninth right now. So definitely, man, definitely. Um, Robbie Bean, man, <laughs> y'all keeping me on here, man. Uh, Robbie Bean, what's going on? How you doing tonight? John Wall is DC 100. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. He is much loved here, man. But it's just, you know, management has made it known where, you know, where, how they're going forward. And I just, I don't see it happening, man. It's, it's going to take a while. Not happy about it, but it is what it is. It, it's going to take a while. And uh, definitely going to end it on this. Peace and love, Brandon. Thanks. Peace and love to everybody. God bless everybody. Um, Definitely appreciate everybody showing up tonight, chopping it up with me, talking about some basketball. So thanks for making Locked the Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So on YouTube, we are very, very close to 3,000 subscribers. So definitely like, subscribe, comment below. Hit that notification button so when you know that we have new content hitting y'all, man. Instagram and Twitter, me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver. We chop it up on Commanders, Wizards, me. I'm an Orioles and Nats fan, so baseball season coming up. I definitely chop it up, so definitely hit us up, man. Um, I do a lot of stadium tours during the year, so minor league baseball, major league baseball. So definitely look at Instagram for me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver. And wherever you get your podcast, man, definitely a five-star review would definitely be much appreciate it so again everybody thank you for showing me love solo tonight again my man e he has night off tonight much deserved night off um all-star break so we all getting a a break but looking forward we're going to do another mailbag um this week me and e and we're going to do a preview for friday night's game against the new york knickerbockers so again appreciate y'all man y'all have a blessed night and peace hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.